Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss the spineless boss. This, uh, this horror story comes from a listener. And to protect her, her identity, we're going to call her Tahani. Sound good? Yeah. All right. All right. So here's Tahani's story. She says this, I was a new manager. I had four direct reports, and one of them became disgruntled, insubordinate, unprofessional, and angry. Something very minor set her off, and she melted down publicly and loudly. (laughs) It was over the top. I found out that this sort of behavior had been allowed to occur over a career spanning almost 30 years. I went to my boss and asked for some support in disciplining or terminating her, but I got none. Ah. Yeah. My boss was very mild-mannered, and he avoided conflict at all costs. Further, he was worried about the workload should she be terminated. Eventually, the employee refused to even speak to me, but was allowed to continue coming into work. This created unbelievable tension and stress in me and on my team. Eventually, I felt I had to quit after only six months on the job. Ouch. Yeah, this is really unfortunate that that's the way this one played out. And so frustrating to feel like the issue definitely needs to be addressed and having somebody who doesn't, isn't willing to address it directly. Yeah. 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 So I don't know that we can do much for this particular boss, um, but what, what is some quick bad boss rehab that we could offer here? You know, you know, just to, let's take this one right out of the title, The Spineless Boss. How about growing a spine? <laughs> I think that would be a you good know? starting how, point. Yeah. How, how, about, how about mustering up the courage to do what's right? Yeah. You know? How long does it take to grow a spine? Can, can, you, you, know, can you artificially even plant one? I think about nine months. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I think, you know, in this one, it, it's... It, in, in terms of rehab for the bad boss, I mean, you, you either have courage you do, or you don't. Right. And, and, you know, unfortunately, this, this guy may have a personality type or a style that's going to make it very difficult to, yeah. to, to, to make tough decisions like this. Well, you know, this is a particular one of, is it the, the confrontation the boss doesn't want to deal with? Is, it, is there some other behind the scene that, that they feel like? This is not justified with how they need to deal with it. But, man, this, this situation seems so v- severe that it definitely needed to be addressed. And it's tough for a manager who's not backed up by their manager to be able to deal with this situation. But I think one of the things there is to help the boss see long-term consequences versus short-term consequences. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that's really challenging is the mindset that anybody's better than a vacancy. And there are clearly situations where a vacancy is better than the situation we currently have. And it would be better to not have that work being done than to have it being done in such a toxic, destructive yeah, manner yeah. as this. I think what we had here is a situation where we had the, the decision maker was one step removed from the troublemaker. Yeah, yeah. And so you have this poor manager who found herself in her first couple of months on the job dealing with this crazy situation and because that because she was a buffer between the director and this problem child 
the director kind of weighed the, the the level of discomfort, I think, in his own life and said, hey, yeah. you know, you're just going to have to deal with it. I'm, yeah. I'm you know, I don't want to, you know, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And, and she's brand new. So what is she going to do? Right. Exactly. All right. I don't know that there's much we can do for this, boss. So okay. let's let's move on to helping Tahani out here right, and seeing what we can do. Although I do have to say, I love the phrase, the decision maker was one step removed from the troublemaker. <laughs> I don't know that it's an autobiography. I don't know that it's a band name, but I do like that phrase. Well, you can quote me on it if you want. I, I'm I, writing a book right I, now. I will. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, maybe, maybe I can get a bumper sticker. <laughs> Something along those lines. All right. So, what do we do to help out right. Tahani? That well, wasn't a rhetorical question. Yeah. Jeff. Well, <laughs> you know, Tahani helped herself. Okay. She she voted with her feet. She said, "I, uh, you know, I need some help. I'm not getting it. Bad fit or something." She just said, "I'm out." Yeah. And now, now, now she seems to be in a in a job type in a in an industry where there's opportunities abounding. So that's what happened. You know, but let's let's assume she didn't quit. Yeah, and let's let's talk about what maybe she she could have done. Um, you know, this is a this is a really tough one yeah. to. So sometimes when you've got a boss who won't make the right decision, you can say, "Well, I've I've presented this case. They've said no. I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway." This is one of those situations where you can't real that that's not going to play out well, right? Like if you go and threaten to fire this person and then you don't have that backed up, you don't have the authority or the right. legitimacy to go ahead and do that by yourself or to confront this person with the consequences being of firing them if they don't follow through. So, um, you know, I think at this point you either have to continue you have to if, if, if it is true that the decision maker is one step removed from the troublemaker, how do you present the case to make for the decision maker the trouble in a very real manner? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, the first thing she could have, she could have done is threaten to quit. Right, right. You know, especially if she has opportunities like it appears that she did. You know, maybe she goes to him and says, listen, th- you know, this is so important to me that I'm losing sleep yeah. and, and I either need to get your help in resolving this or I need to find another job. And yeah. maybe that would have been a wake up call. Right. If you know, for him to, to realize I'm going to lose a pretty good manager here. Yeah. I love the way you actually said it. We you, you know, you said threaten to quit, but then the way you phrased it was much more professional about, you right. know, I, yeah. I, I've got to pursue other options or figure out something here. I think the other option is, is there a way for her to take the troublemaker and get the troublemaker closer to the decision maker? So, um, you know, it's the work environment that's going on. Fine. Then if you were, if, if, if you feel having her around is so much pr- more productive on it, then she needs to sit in your office or she needs to or because she's not talking to me, then all the communication is going to have to right. go through you. And so the consequences are such that the boss is going to have to deal with it. Now, I don't think that's the right avenue okay. to go because I think that makes Tahani look ineffective as a leader. I think perhaps a more effective way would be to start to elevate this to go to the next mm-hmm. level. Go over his head. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, you know, what does she have to lose? Right. right. I mean, I mean, I, I don't really know what the political situation is in that particular organization. So going over his head could be difficult for her. But knowing what we already know about this director right. of hers. Right. What's not, he going to do? Yeah. He he's have not, a spine. not exactly going <laughs> to confront her on it, is he? So, you know, I think that's probably a great strategy is just telling him, listen, I've asked for help with this. I can't live with your decision yeah. to, to do nothing on this. This is creating stress and, and, and toxicity in my work team. 
I, I'm going to need to go to your boss yeah. to get some help with this. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations on how to how to do that? Or well, how to, well, I think the fact that you've got to talk to the boss first, so it's not a surprise sucker punch. So don't go over. I I'm a huge believer, and don't go over your boss's head without letting your boss know that you're going over their head. And I think it can be done just like any customer service issue that this this resolution is not satisfactory to me. I'm going to need to speak to your manager, please. Mm. Um, mm. And so, um, you know, I think that's one of those manners that this is a pretty easy thing to be able to do to say, look, this is such a big deal for me that I'm not happy with this. Let's let's raise it up a level. It's always risky to go over someone's head. Yeah. But but, I but think much more case. risky to do it if you don't tell them first. Oh, true. True. Yeah. Absolutely. That's well, that's can... the death kiss right there. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what his response would have been if she said, listen, I got to go to your boss. Um, yeah, because because on the one hand, he could have been like, no, no, don't do that. We'll we'll I tell you what, we'll do this or we'll do that. Or, yeah, all right, do whatever you think is necessary. Or or it could be even more threatening of like, I've already covered this with my boss and the decision is not going to be any different. So I don't know what you're hoping to get out of that. You know, there's another another solution potentially that I'm not sure if she uh, explored, but Tahani could have gone to HR for some support. Yeah. And just said, you know, I got the I have an insubordinate, volatile person on my team and I need to take action. Yeah. And enlist some support from HR and potentially they would have come alongside her and and assisted yeah. um, and even contradicted or gone against what the director was wishing yeah. would be done. Yeah. Well, and I guess the other part of this too is uh, when you're when you're cut out on your own to be able to say well, how do you how do you deal with a troublemaker when you don't have any authority to hold any real consequences in place? Um, and I don't know if there's much to be done there or help out with that. But cer- certainly, she was not the the path of her boss was not going to help. She needs to to figure out a different pathway. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we can go I, over. I also, the, yeah. yeah. I also wonder if persistence is another thing on this to to. To, to be able, if, if confrontation is such a big avoidance for the spineless boss, to be able to just say, you could almost take the same tactic. This is such a big issue for me. I'm going to discuss this issue with you every day until we decide a better, more appropriate solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, being persistent, um, being patient. You know, I just get the sense that Tahani felt that she that her hands were tied that right. she could not continue to work in an environment i can't imagine working in an environment where someone who reported directly to me had the ability to avoid me and right. not even talk to me right to to say to sit in a room and and not respond when right. spoken to it's just kind of a bizarre situation right but it you know so this is an extreme case but i think employees are faced often they're faced with situations where something needs to be done either for themselves, for their team, and they're just not, they just don't get support. And, yeah. and, and the reason they don't get support is not a budget issue, not a strategy issue. It's just, frankly, a boss who's got no spine, sure. who avoids conflict, who doesn't want to rock boats, sure. and is short-sighted. Right. I mean, the, isn't, it, isn't, a, isn't it the need for a long-term perspective on what, the, what damage is being done right. here? Right. I mean, maybe he knew it anyway, but just was so afraid to do anything about it, he, he just didn't care. It's really tough to to say not knowing the key players, but I wonder if the 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 component of him saying it would be worse to have the vacancy than to like the work's not getting done 
to be able to illustrate to him all the work that's not currently getting done with the bad situation. So it's not just what the work is that yeah. this person's doing, but here's the rest of the work the team is doing and the work right. I'm doing that's not getting done. And are you really telling me that you feel this amount of value that she is bringing to the team is worth more than this much more yeah. amount of volume yeah. or work that the rest of the team and I are bringing? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know that that would make a difference or not. It sounds like with the spineless as this guy is, it probably wouldn't. But yeah. Yeah. at least it's another option to try. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's sad that, that people have to deal with this kind of thing. <clears throat> you know, one of the things that we talk about in our leadership training program for leaders is that they need to understand that when you sign up to be a leader, you need to you need to take courageous stands at times. Sure. You need to get out of your comfort zone. If your comfort zone is to avoid conflict, is to uh, I don't know to 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 not make difficult decisions. There are times yeah. when that's going to be necessary. Yeah. And so if you find that you physically, emotionally, whatever, cannot do it, yeah. you need to get out of the way. Yeah. You need to you need to admit it to yourself, not continue to pretend to lead, right. and get out of the way. I, I, yeah, and and perhaps one way to <laughs> lead the spineless horse to water is to <laughs> hmm, say... It's an interesting mental picture. Is there a way for her to present a solution that makes it even more conflict free for him out of this. So here's what I'm going to do to have the conversation. Here's how I'm going to make sure that I lay out the conversation that she's not going to come talk to you about this. Um, and here's the, this is how you can stay out of this entirely. Now to do that, I need to get your boss signed in. I need yeah. to get it, HR signed in it. Right. So it's not like I'm unhappy with your decision, but I get your, your unwillingness to deal with this. So let me take you out of it entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're going to go ahead and move forward without you. You know, that, that's one that's one strategy. You know, one, one of the things that just popped into my head was an old parenting trick. Yeah. Maybe this works. Um, <clears throat> maybe she maybe she comes to him and she says, boss, um, I, I have to, you need to make a decision and you can choose between A or B. A, you can help me terminate this person. Right. As soon as possible. Or B you can replace my position because I can't stay. Yeah. So I'm going to need your decision. Yeah. Do you want her to stay or do you want me to stay? Sure. And and you go ahead and pick the lesser of two evils. Right. And just put them, you know, make it crystal clear. I mean, sure. you know, when you when you raise kids, sometimes you say, would you like to take a nap now or would you like to take a nap in 30 minutes? That's a little different than I either <laughs> need you to take a nap or I'm not going to be your parent anymore, <clears throat> which is really the decision no, you're no, giving to the well, boss. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I can see. <laughs> you're, you're, you're either going to deal with the situation I'm giving you or I'm out of here. Well, you know, it's, uh, you're missing the point. The point <laughs> is you give the boss a choice. Here's a guy who doesn't want to make a decision. So right, you make the right. decision for him. You give right. him you give him an A, B decision instead right. of an open-ended decision. Right. Well, uh, so, so, well, actually, so the, and what's fascinating about that is, you know, the parenting example, just to overthink it like I like to do with these, is... You're giving them uh, an easy choice that they can choose either one, and you're fine with either choice. the The way it's framed up for the boss is you're tip tipping the scale to say you can either do you can either make a smart choice or you can make a bad choice. Yeah, Which way true. are you going to do? And I find most people, when presented with a you can either make a smart choice or a bad choice, feel defensive and react poorly in okay, those situations. Okay, so maybe that's a, maybe that's a bad example. But what about this choice? What about going to the boss and saying, 
right? I understand that you're concerned about workload and this, yes. this person's got a lot yes. of history here and I, I, you're reluctant to take action. Right. I understand. But this is a really, really bad situation and we're right. going to start losing other people on the team. Yeah. Here's the, here's the deal, boss. I can live with your decision as long as if this is still going on in two weeks from today that you will back me up and we will oh, terminate. I like that. What about that? Yeah, I like that a lot. And, and, and what's nice about that then is either way ends up with the kid taking a nap, right? You can either take a nap now or later. And so, um, or in 10 minutes or whatever that, that plays out. So buying the person some time to be able to process or get more comfortable with that, that may be an appropriate solution here. So I think that's a good. Oh, there's Hell's Bells. You know what that means. That means it's last call. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we got to wrap this thing up. So we've got two minutes. Okay. Clock is running. And I think we hit on something really good right there at the end. You yeah. know, it's just uh, maybe that's a good strategy. Yeah. So, so how would we summarize? And what, what would we tell her right now? Don't quit. If you're not going to quit, here's a couple of tips. I think, it, well, so when you're dealing with a boss that doesn't have a spine, I think you have to have a spine for both. And if can you do that in a way that doesn't make them defensive um, is the most likely to produce an outcome for you. So, yep. um, you know, get others involved on it or be able to provide a pathway that seems simple. Lead that mm -hmm. spineless horse to water. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can go over his head. Yep. And I think you said, make sure you tell him first. Yep. Don't, don't do it. Don't threaten. Just... Yep. Just tell them this is what's so important to me that I, I feel like I can't I can't just take that answer. We know how Tahani felt about this, but how do you feel about this on the quit scale? On a scale of oh, one man. to ten, one being like, hey, it ain't that bad. Deal with it. It's called work for a reason. Ten being, nope, get out of there. The, the fact that she'd only been there a few months, I feel like it's a it's it, I, I brave it out. Yeah, I try to brave it out. Um, so maybe an eight or a nine. Yeah, on the brave. Is, is that the right? No, that the means there'd be okay. quit. Yeah. A one or a two. Yeah, brave it out for a little while. Try some of these techniques we just talked about. You know, yeah. especially maybe the last one of telling them, you know what, I can, I'll abide by your decision, but on this date, if it's not yeah. fixed, will you agree to back me up then? Yeah, so much depends on the culture and to see what else this is. If this is epidemic in the culture or if it really is just that one boss, um, and if it's that one boss, I tend to, to put it on a little lower on the scale, but if it's part of the culture and the, yeah. not a willingness, it's much higher toxic area. All right, that sounds good. Well, we wish Tahani the best in her new role and... Um, and anyone listening that, that has a spineless boss, there is hope. Well, and I think examining spineless boss helps all of us have a little bit stronger spine. You are, you are slouching a bit. <laughs> oh, I better <laughs> sit back up. Hey, these podcasts are best when we have real-life stories from you. And the simplest, easiest way to do that is to go to wolfprairie.com backslash badbosses and share your story with us. <laughs>